Hey folks, it's me, Stephen. And as I announced in many of the previous episodes, well, I'm currently on vacation and I'm not going to be back until July. But don't go anywhere because you're still going to get an episode of this podcast. It just won't be hosted by me. Instead, it's going to be hosted by a truly amazing individual or a group of truly amazing individuals. Just, you know, don't go falling in love with them and leave me. Okay? Anyway, see y'all in July. Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. I apologize for that, but I think you'll find this a bit more interesting. Meanwhile, at the podcast. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Just Another Fanboy without your host, Stephen. We are the hosts of Meanwhile, the podcast. I'm George. And I'm Rodney. I'm Kristen. And I'm Rich. And we are on social media mostly at Meanwhile ATP on Twitter and sometimes on Instagram and rarely at Meanwhile at the Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to the show, share with your friends. But for right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this very special episode. I'm Rodney Roberts, also known as the Art Nerd. With two R's in the word nerd, what a nerd. And thanks to our show announcer, Adam Chirac, for letting you and our millions of other listeners know how many R's in the word nerd. I'm the creative and artistic host. And like Paul McCartney, I'm the cute one. I'm a graphic artist and illustrator. And my main gig right now is I am a sketch artist for Tops and Upper Deck Trading Cards, working on properties such as Star Wars and Marvel Comics. You can follow me on Instagram at TheArtNerd. With two R's in the word nerd. And also on Twitter and Facebook at Just Art Nerd. With two R's in the word nerd. I'm Kristen. I'm the smart and tenacious host. I'm a collector, former comic book and bookstore employee, super fan of comics, and level six warlock. You can follow me at Kristen Gallhofer on Facebook or KLU4973 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Rich. I'm the witty rugged host. I uh, used to own a comic book store, and you can follow me at Dr. Stay Puffed on Twitter. That's P-U-F-T, like the Marshmallow Man. And I'm George. We are a weekly podcast about pop culture and entertainment. We talk comics, movies, TV, music, prose, theater, current events, and even throw in personal anecdotes to tie it all together. Every now and then I try to throw in, sprinkle in a little sports. Sometimes fellow podcasters play guest co-hosts to fill some of our virtual chairs. We will have to get Steven on after his hiatus. Sometimes writers and artists come on as guests to promote their work and just join in on the conversation. No matter what, we try to have fun discussions to drop into your podcast playlist every Saturday if you subscribe. Our friend, the prolific YouTube host Sleepy Reader 666 once said we provide water cooler conversation about pop culture and nerdy things. 
In fact, he said that on episode 159. Check it out in our archives. And why not sample some of the other past episodes while you're at it? You never know who you'll meet or what you'll learn on Meanwhile, the podcast. When Stephen invited us to be the Joan Rivers to his vacationing Johnny Carson, uh, was that too old a reference, guys? I don't know. I got okay. it. All right. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> We're all old hey. here, George. That's, that's true. Even though I'm the Some oldest one. Others. Yes. Uh, and all, you know, all, all the kids out there have Google. They, they can Google it. <laughs> yeah. And they're also not listening to this. That's right. <laughs> anyway, we discussed what we should talk about. Then it struck us. Let's do something a bit out of the ordinary for our show. You can hear us wax poetic about pop culture every week on our show. So we decided to treat this like a guest appearance in a comic book annual or Better still, like the fondly remembered but can never truly be replicated Assistant Editor's Month at Marvel Comics in the 1980s. Remember, folks, you only have Stephen to blame for this. And thanks to him, we present a dramatic reading of a story from EC Comics Modern Love No. 8, cover dated August and September of 1950. It was drawn by S.M. Iger with an unattributed writer. And after you hear our dramatic reading, you might understand why. This tantalizing torrid tale is titled Flames in My Heart. investigator assigned to get information on a mysterious holocaust that ravaged the property of one Lewis Blake. But instead, I was the one who became trapped by the flames in my heart. Our story begins with our heroine on the phone with her boss. Unlucky boss. He needed a hired hand for the kitchen and I got the job. I haven't met him yet, but he has a good reputation in town. I'll check with you if I learn anything of value on the fire. Rancher Blake just rode up, miss. You had quite a wait, didn't you? It was worth it to get that job. Guess I'd better go introduce myself. Thanks for everything. On my first meeting with Lewis Blake, I felt immediately that he wasn't a person who'd start a fire anywhere but in a girl's heart, even though his voice was abrupt and he didn't act too friendly. At least you dress right. No need for fashion on a ranch. Of course, you ride. Yes, I ride, Mr. Blake. You're rather young to be a ranch cook, aren't you? Tell me if you're tired. If I wasn't young, I'd be tired, especially after riding 10 miles without stopping. By the time I had heard that the ranch was undergoing considerable rebuilding because of the fire, we had arrived. Lewis Blake kicked open the kitchen door and nodded to me to enter. Well, step in. You look a little peaked to be cooking for all my hands. Wonder why they didn't get me a man. Probably because I begged for the job. Besides, you can fire me if I fail your needs. Your room is off the kitchen. Better turn in early as our day starts at five in the morning around here. I'd better get acquainted with the kitchen first. It, it's large, isn't it? When he slammed the door and stalked me, I felt overcome with helplessness. The ride had been exhausting, but the worst was to come. 
there would be 10 hungry men at the table in the morning expecting me to serve them breakfast. This is a fine way to have to conduct an insurance investigation. Later that evening, when our heroine retired to her bedroom, I bet he thinks I can't face this challenge. I'll show him. I'll have that breakfast on time if I have to stay awake all night to make certain of it. Oh, no. Somehow I managed. But when the last man left the table, I looked at the dishes awaiting me and gave way to tears. It'll take hours for me to get them done. And when I do, I'll be starting all over again for the next meal. Whoa. What's the matter with our new little cook? N- nothing. Who are you? Tom Mason. But call me Chaps. Everyone does. I'm going to be the second engineer in this galley. Boss's orders. He sent you to help me? Chaps was as likable as he was helpful. And as he chatted away, I kept telling myself it was silly to think there had been anything personal in Mr. Blake's sending me an assistant. Wait until Maria gets a load of you. Reckon she'll bite the boss's ear off. And who's Maria? His gal. She's the owner of the big ranch across the south fence. She's a hellion, too. Got a fiery temper. Fiery? Those words jolted me out of any thought that I was being favored, and also brought me back to the realization of my mission. I guess the rich prefer the rich chaps. Sometimes they prefer the poor, honey. Now, what would you do if you had everything you wanted? Except a certain man and his ranch was your only rival. What do you mean, chaps? Nothing special. Only that the fire could have put the boss in Maria's power if he wasn't such a fool worker. He didn't give in, though. Just started all over again. That's why we all like him so much. As the days passed, I kept thinking of my talk with chaps. Could Maria Torrens have had anything to do with the fire I was investigating? I doubted it. Until I had occasion to meet her. Lewis, and that must be Maria with him. Why, why they're talking about me. You can't just bust in on her, Maria. You'd frighten her. Besides, I need her around here. I want her here. Now let me take you home. Why didn't you tell me you needed kitchen help? You could have had mine. I want to see this Susan Fay. I've heard she's young and pretty. I made a hasty decision and hurried into my robe, then stepped out on the porch. Is something wrong, Mr. Blake? No, Susan. Sorry to have awakened you. Come, Maria. I'm taking you home before the whole ranch is disturbed. Don't bother. I'll go alone. She was talking about me, Mr. Blake, and... Don't be concerned. I don't think you'll be seeing her around here very often, if at all, anymore. Suddenly, I wanted to tell him the truth about my presence on his ranch. I had fallen in love. I wanted him to see me as a woman, not as his servant. Louis, I must tell you something. Not tonight, little girl. I have a great deal of thinking to do, and you'd better get some sleep. I called him Louis. Oh, why wouldn't he listen to me? Maybe I've spoiled everything, but I would have blurted right out that I loved him. Perhaps it's the best way. As our heroine pondered the situation, a mysterious person placed a box on her open windowsill. It seemed that I had just closed my eyes when a bedlam of noise shot me back to consciousness. For a moment, I couldn't believe my ears. 
Someone was shouting fire. Frantically, I searched for my robe. Then sheer horror paralyzed me. Rattlesnake, if I move, he'll strike and the fire. Oh, help me. Someone please help me. But we weren't going to light that Brandon fire until morning, boss. Someone said it. We were lucky to catch it in time. I realize all that. Funny that Susan didn't show up in all the excitement. Probably scared stiff, poor kid. Lewis was approaching my door. I could hear his footsteps coming closer. If he touched that door, he was in deadly peril. It was too much for me. I screamed in terror. Don't come in here! Don't! Lewis! Easy, Susan. I'll get him. Oh! When I opened my eyes, I was in his arms. He was calling my name. I think if the others weren't there, he would have kissed me. Oh, Lewis, I thought you were going to. It's all right now, baby. We're both safe. Come on, fellas, we're not needed here. I was right. When they left, he reached for me. But a sudden panic seized my heart. Susan. Oh, Susan, darling. Wait, I must. Don't. You must listen to me. What is it? You'll probably hate me. I've deceived you. I'm actually here to investigate that fire you had. The insurance people think it was set. Did you? Did you find out? No. The only thing I did was fall foolishly in love with you. What's wrong? Not? No. Not another snake. A bracelet. Is it yours? I had no idea whose bracelet it was or how it came to be in my room. I even resented its interruption of our conversation. No, it's not mine. Somehow I knew it wouldn't be. Louis? Wait! Come back! What's wrong now, Sue? Fires that someone sets. Snakes. Strange bracelets. On the floor of my room. Oh, chaps. Chaps let out a war hoop and danced around with me. For a moment, his words didn't make sense. Yeehaw! That's it. It all adds up. I told you she was a hellion. That bracelet gives her away. She was always dropping it around the place. Maria? And he knew it? Chaps, we're going to the sheriff. Within an hour, we were all gathered before the law. Lewis was smiling at me in a way that made it difficult for me to listen to what was being said. I tell you, she's trying to frame me. She stole my man. Now this. You need a stronger argument than that to explain fire setting and attempted murder, young lady. Well, sweetheart, you'll probably get a raise for this job. But you did all the work. Then I deserve a reward. Oh, darling. His lips were the only fire I wanted to know. And his kiss held the promise of war. By the way... I disapprove of working wives. I resign, honey. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of Just Another Fanboy, brought to you by your friends at Meanwhile at the Podcast. Five out of four doctors recommend the relaxing sounds and smooth taste of Meanwhile at the Podcast to their patients who listen to podcasts. Follow doctors' orders and join in on the fun by subscribing to Meanwhile at the Podcast on your podcast apps, 
and following us on social media at Meanwhile ATP on Twitter and Instagram and Meanwhile at the podcast on Facebook. Special thanks to Stephen for inviting us to play guest co-hosts this week. Send all letters and restraining orders to him. Until we meet again, I'm George. I'm Rodney. I'm Kristen. And I'm Rich. Be well, everybody. Kind of weird. <laughs> Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job.